You're listening to the Public Health Epidemiology Careers Podcast, Episode 70. Welcome to the Public Health Epidemiology Careers Podcast, where we explore public health epidemiology careers and share tips and strategies to help you enter or transition into the field. And now your host, Dr. Charlotte Hughes-Huntley. Greetings, everyone, and thank you for joining me on this episode today. Now, as we all get to wrap up and wind down this 2018, I thought it would be a lot of fun to just cover a little year in review in regards to the podcast. Now, I did something similar um, when we had our milestone episode back at episode number 52, where we marked the one-year anniversary of since the beginning of the podcast. I, taught, I did a little bit of a countdown, the most popular episodes. What I'm doing today is a bit of a countdown for 2018. I'm going to count down the top 10 most popular episodes of the podcast for 2018. Now, also, I'd like to talk about a couple of interesting numbers, little statistics. In the process of reviewing and cleaning some things up and preparing for next year, I noticed that, uh, let's see, back at the beginning, I would mention in some of the earlier episodes, I would mention some of the different countries that the podcast um, had been downloaded to. And I really hadn't done that in a long time. So I thought I'd start out with just mentioning a few interesting numbers. So the the podcast, when I say download, that means that someone has clicked on a particular episode and listened to that episode. So when you click on an episode, it's downloaded from the server. So it's accounted as a download. So we are at pod, this is episode 70. So we've had 70 podcast episodes since the beginning. But right now I'm only referring to 2018. So as of 2018, the podcast has been downloaded to 96 countries worldwide. Now that was really amazing. I was really impressed. But let's look at this really a little cl- more closely. Of those 96 countries, Several of those, the majority of those only have like maybe single digit downloads. So maybe someone has downloaded from a different country a few times um, or a few different people. Um, But that's still interesting to note that it's been downloaded to 96 countries. Now, if we really look at a more active viewer, you know, um, type of number, if I would say that about 10% of the countries, so that's about 10 countries, have a somewhat active listeners of the podcast. So that means that, you know, what I consider, you know, more than um, 50 or so downloads, uh, closer to the 100 mark um, and more and greater, I count those as more of an active listener. So in 10 countries, we have somewhat active listeners of the podcast. Now, To break that down even further, I would like to just mention the top three, because without a doubt, the overwhelming majority of listeners are here in the United States. And the, and that doesn't surprise me or probably doesn't surprise you at all. But it's interesting that the second uh, country with the most downloads, number two spot is the United Kingdom. So hello to all my friends in the UK who are regular listeners of the podcast. There is a very strong number that comes from the UK, and um, I can't say that it's my work colleagues uh, because I really don't talk much about my podcast at work, although my company 
that I work for is based in the UK. I I don't I can't say that the majority of those downloads are coming from my coworkers or colleagues because, like I said, I don't really mention my co- my uh, podcast much at work. But as large as the company is, it's still not large enough to to account for all the the downloads and the listeners that we have from the UK. So to all of my friends who are listening from the UK, I appreciate you for listening to the podcast and being faithful and a part of this community. And the third uh, most uh, popular country with the most downloads is Canada. So to my neighbor up north, thank you, Canada, for all of the listener, all of you uh, listeners there who are regular um, part of this community. And big hug to everyone in the United States who's a part of this community. Um, my uh, community of United States, my American colleagues here. Thank you for being a part of this community and keeping this podcast active and sharing it and telling your friends about it and helping it to grow. I really appreciate that. I just thought that was interesting. So United States, of course, I expected and I knew that that was the largest. I did not expect it to be United Kingdom as number two. So hello, UK, and then also Canada as number three. So thank you guys for listening. Now, I think this is the part that I get a little geeky about, but I think it's kind of neat. So the 10 most popular episodes, and I go strictly by the number of downloads um, that it received over the course of 2018. Now, I realize that some of the most recent episodes really don't have an opportunity to be as competitive as maybe some of the earlier, you know, the ones released earlier in the year, Um, but some of these are actually from 2017 as well. But still, there are a couple on here that were recently released, but yet they made it in the top 10. So that's kind of interesting. Um, So let's start with number 10. Isn't that how they do it on the shows on TV? So number 10 is episode one, the introduction and the welcome, the one that I just wanted to get over with and be done with. And I didn't expect it to ever come back and be on any top 10 or top 20 or top anything list. But I guess it makes sense. It's the introduction and the welcome. It's the one where I talk about, you know, why I created the, the podcast and, you know, what we're trying to do and kind of give an overview. Although I haven't listened to it in a while and I really don't want to listen to it. But um, and even some of the things that I initially started out talking about, we don't really do that way anymore. As the podcast has evolved and as the community has grown, I've reached, you know, I've responded to the growing needs of the community. And so when more people come on board and I, and new questions are resonating or new issues are being highlighted, then I target those as a means of addressing the, the bar, the, you know, the biggest need of the community. So where we started out is not necessarily where we are right now. And I'm sure it's not where we will be in the years to come. It'll be ever evolving, but it's still interesting to note that that is number 10. So number nine. The ninth most popular episode is episode 50, and it's titled, What's Holding You Back? Perhaps you've already listened to that episode. Um, it's the one where I do, um, I'm reflecting over the year, uh, getting ready for that milestone episode, and I ask several questions um, and you know, just really thinking about what was coming in from the community, taking some of that feedback in and just kind of, you know, pulling that together in an episode. And just as a reflection, I'll just share that back. Um, it was obviously a very popular episode. Um, it, it reached number nine. That was just released in July, the end of July of 2018. So it hasn't been that long ago. 
but it is one that you should listen to if you have not. Um, I ask you a lot of questions in that episode to get you to start thinking about things. You know, it's one of those, you know, I can't hear your responses, but I'm asking you these questions to have you, you know, do a little bit of, you know, uh, introspective, you know, review of, of your situation. So that's a really good one to listen to if you haven't already. Now, our number eight most popular episode is episode 48. And the title there is The Importance of Communication Skills in Public Health. Now, we all know that that's a very important skill for professionals, especially those in public health. Good communication is um, more than just, I mean, it could be presenting research, but it's more than just your verbal communication. It's your written communication. It is how you relay information to your community members, coordinate with coworkers, you know, build community. It's really important to have strong communication skills in public health. And I speak a lot about that in more de- in detail in that particular episode. I'm happy to know that that's one of the popular episodes because that is definitely uh, a very important quality to, to um, I won't say just gain, but to really continually refine because our communication needs are always changing and evolving as we incorporate more um, social media platforms even. Um, just your ability to communicate and disseminate information effectively is really, really important. So that is episode 48 if you haven't listened to it already. Let's see, the next one is number six, and that is podcast episode 37, entitled Addressing Common Public Health Career Challenges, and it was published in May. That episode, I share some thoughts about common public health career challenges that most people are facing, It you know, that these are things that I hear a lot of and really come to me through my discussions with people within the community and people that I mentor and coach as well. So I also talk about some strategies in addressing those challenges. So that is podcast, let's see, episode 37. And I definitely recommend you check it out if you haven't already. All right, let me, I'm reading to you guys from my spreadsheet here. So let me just move this up. All right, so number six, is that right? Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, number six. Episode 54, what can I do with my public health degree? Hmm, I like that one. And that's because I get that question all the time. And, you know, whenever I get a lot of the same question from many people, it usually becomes a topic on a podcast. And this one has been extremely, I mean, it has been asked, repeatedly and I mean I constantly get this question and I think it's really I mean I go into it in detail I won't revisit that right here just really check it out if you haven't already but um, I, I really think that it's important for you to listen to that episode and hear what I have to say about it but it really comes down to not really me telling you what you should do or what I think you should do or what you can do I mean people have their ideas and suggestions about what you can do with your degree, but really and truly think about what you want to do with your degree. Not what I think you should do with it, but what do you want to do with it? And really, really, before you ask that question, not just of myself, but if you ask that of anyone, you know, if you're seeking that their feedback and their opinions, um, you really want to be prepared more so with what you want to do. But 
check out that episode. I'm tempted to start going down that rabbit trail and talking about what I already covered on that episode, but I'm going to fight the temptation to keep going down my list. Just make sure you check that out. So that's episode number 54. And it is, what can I do with my degree in public health? It made the top, you know, this top 10 list here. And it was only, it only came out the end of August. So it's only been out for a couple of months, or well, a few months, but it's a very popular episode. So I expect that to only increase. So make sure you're checking that one out. All right. So the next one is number five. And that one is episode 41. It's an interview with Eric Pevsner. He's um, CDC's, he talked about CDC's um, Epidemic Intelligence Service, the EIS program. And that one was really, really popular. Um, that's a very elite program offered through CDC. And I really enjoyed that interview. He went into a lot of very interesting details. And um, that's just a great program that is, um, the enrollment will be coming open again very soon. Um, so if you are interested in that program, and, and even if you're not, I think it's just a very interesting, it's a great episode to listen to, to hear about the program. Even whether you're qual- you'll find out if you're qualified or not. There's a lot of information in the show notes for that episode. His communications team really provided a lot of detail. So the show notes page for that episode has also filled with links and uh, to in more information. So make sure you're listening to episode 41, the interview with Eric Pevsner, and he's uh, talking about CDC's EIS program. All right, so number four. Oh, this one surprises me a bit. I didn't expect it to hang out in the top 10 as long as it has. I talked about it back in our milestone episode. But this is episode number seven. And the title is My Transition from Healthcare to Public Health Epidemiology. And I am, it's very early in the podcast. So there's probably, I don't know how the quality is. I just have a hard time listening to some of the older episodes um, anymore, but it is episode number seven. If you haven't listened to it, please do it. Um, I have a lot of people that write me uh, after listening to that episode. I'll get an email. Um, sometimes I'll get a lot of details about their journey um, or comments where people just simply say they could really um, resonate with the examples I gave and the stories, you know, the things I talked about in that episode and that it was really helpful. And I'm realizing now after, you know, this is episode 70. So, so many episodes further down the road from when it started that there are so many people who have followed a similar path as I followed from healthcare into public health, who started in an infectious disease, um, working in microbiology division or virology and laboratory and transitioned into public health in that route and became epidemiologists or worked in other areas of, of public health. So that's a great episode if you are in healthcare and you're trying to transition to public health or you're thinking about what you can do with your, you know, your, your, um, your, not so much with your degree, but with your career path. Maybe you're in healthcare, you're thinking about a degree in public health, and maybe you're thinking about some other avenues as well. And you're just kind of exploring your options. That's a really good one to listen to to give you some ideas. So that was episode number seven, my transition from healthcare to public health epidemiology. So number three on the list is episode number two. And the episode title is What is an Epidemiologist? 
Everybody loves that episode. I really like to hear uh, comments from people after they listen to that one, or if that's the first episode that they hear when they first discover the podcast and they, you know, find other resources that I have available, but they maybe come in through that episode. I think um, some of those comments and feedback I get are are the are the most fun because in that episode. I actually am talking about different ways that you can explain the work that you do to a non-scientific community when you're talking about your work as an epidemiologist or maybe just the field of epidemiology, if that's the field that you're studying or you're learning about or you're, you know, you're interested in getting involved in or, you know, just perhaps even not just so much the non-scientific community. It could sometimes be your coworkers or colleagues within the public health setting who are just not really clear about epidemiology. It's almost like you either love it or you hate it. So people are either all in or they're just, you know, I have so many people that love the podcast. They really don't want to be an epidemiologist. And sometimes I think because I have the name epidemiology in the title, they think it's all about epidemiology. But that name is in the title on purpose because I think it's really important to have an understanding of epidemiology, regardless of what area of public health you work in. It's really important to have the understanding of epidemiology. And and so I put it in the title on purpose um, so that we can have that discussion constantly and consistently and, and open up that in a broader in a broader way so that you know you can take away a better understanding for yourself and have more engaging conversations with your colleagues and your peers in the non-scientific community outside of public health as well. So when you're in the community and you're working with a health promotion campaign, you know, you need to have an understanding of epidemiology so you know the population that you're targeting um, you know, the demographic and, and also collecting the data and just every every aspect of that. Even if you're not doing the statistical analysis, just that better understanding will help enrich your experience. All right, so I won't go any further on that, but it's podcast episode number two, if you're interested. And if you listen to that and you come up with an even more clever way of expressing it, send me an email. Let me know that you listened to that episode and you had something you wanted to add to in terms of feedback. I'd love to hear it. So I'm always open to that. All right. So number two on the list is podcast episode 43. And the title of that one is a typical, and that there's quotes around typical, work day of an epidemiologist. And that episode was in the middle of June that was it was published then. And that one was really a result of our, a discussion within our community. And um, it was just, it was really interesting. I, I think that there was some discussion in, this usually happens in the, the Facebook group because they're much more conversational than the LinkedIn group as far as the podcast groups. So they were, um, there was a discussion around the workday of an epidemiologist and it, it interest in, in the from the discussions and reading the comments and interacting a little bit, you know that usually well that can sometimes spark a little extra thought for me. So again, whenever there's a big discussion or a lot of activity around a topic, sometimes I'll bring that to the podcast and discuss it a little bit more broadly. So that was a fun one to to chat about and to talk about. And uh, if you haven't listened to it, make sure that you do. I, I think that's a cool one. This is episode number 43, a typical workday of an epidemiologist. Now, drum roll. I, I should have got cue to drum roll for this, but 
um, you have to just imagine a drum roll because I won't pretend to make that sound. But episode, the most popular episode for 2018, and this is hands down. You can take the number of downloads for any of the two that I've already mentioned. Just pick two, add them together, and it might total the number of downloads for this one. That's how much more popular this number one episode is over all the others. So the number one most popular episode of the podcast for 2018 is episode number 39, Developing Your Public Health Career Strategy. I am really excited to know that that one is number one. I'm shocked to see the dramatic difference in the downloads, how much more it is downloaded. And I do share all of these on social media. I refer you guys to listen to different episodes. I think there's an equal opportunity for any any one of these to reach the first, you know, the, the top of the list because I share them all. But this one has been really shared the most beyond what I share. People take off and share it with their friends. Um, it's been the most popular episode um, for the year, and I'm really excited about that. It is also one of the reasons for the shift that will take place going into next year. As you guys already know, or maybe you don't, I will just briefly explain. That episode describes my heart and the reason for developing the program that I developed. In that episode, I explained to you um, the program, what you know, what it involves, not you know, really and truly, I explained to you what you need to do to develop a strategy. It's important that you have a game plan, a plan of action. I refer to it as strategy. You may call it your game plan. You may call it your action plan. You may call it whatever your, your list, whatever it is, you know, you refer to it. It's a strategy. How you're going to approach your career is important. You have to give it a little bit of thought. You have to plan. And there are things that need to be in place. And I developed that because I basically took what I have done over the years, where I've repeated these the cycle, this process, in order to help me accomplish my career goals. And it has worked for me over and over and over again. It is not a a, a scam, a scheme, a quick anything fix. It's not anything like that. But it is a reliable system of approaching, um, setting goals and accomplishing goals as it relates to career. Now, you can also apply this in other areas of your life, but I'm speaking really specifically about the career strategy. The goals that I set for myself when I'm able to accomplish them, it's a result of me following the strategy. So I developed a program so that I could teach this to other people. It's the kind of thing where you learn the basics from me, and then you can make it your own and go on and do more things with it. So in this year, I developed that program. So in this episode, you can listen to exactly what that's all about and you can do it on your own for sure. But the people that want, some people want to work with me and on each step of this process. And that's what the program that I designed is, is exactly for. So the people that have enrolled in that program has had experienced great success this year. I've gotten nothing but amazing com uh, feedbacks and comments from people who have enrolled in that program and completed the program. So going into next year, that program will become available to more people. And I want to make it available to more people who want that type of work with me and that kind of hands-on. But regardless of whether or not you work that close with me on how to go through each step and how to develop it for yourself, 
that episode gives you the tools you need. So I highly recommend listening. If you listened, you know, back in May when it was first released and you're the same place you are here in December that you were back in May, then maybe you should listen to it again, or maybe you should reconsider the strategy program if you would like to move forward and go the next step. Because it is something that too many people in my audience, too many of you in the community here have a degree in public health, but are not working in public health. And you've got, you've been stuck for for too long. So this is really geared and designed to help people get unstuck. So as we move forward into next year, my focus will be highly targeted on people who want to get unstuck and really get moving into serving the populations that you care most about and attacking and targeting these popula- these public health issues that are, are big and, and existing and, and really weighing on our communities. So that is really my heart. That is really where we will be moving in that direction. I'm not saying that, you know, I mean, this program is not designed to be for everyone, Okay, but for for some people, it is exactly what they've been looking for and waiting for. And that's why I'm going to be making it a high priority for next year, especially with all the feedback that I've received from the people who've completed the program this year. So that will be a very big focus next year. If you want to stay where you are and you're stuck and frustrated, that's your prerogative. You're going to get irritated by the show because I'm going to be trying to help people move further along. And if you are where you want to be and you're doing, you know, you're doing well and you're just listening because this is great and you enjoy it and you like the interviews and the people that I bring on the show, I'm glad you're here. I want you to keep listening. Make sure you're subscribed. But I also want you to start sharing the podcast within your networks. When you see it on social media, share, you know, retweet. Help me spread this word throughout the the public health community so that others who need the services can find it. So share the show, share the message, and um, and just help this community grow. All right, you guys, make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast. Remember to share throughout your networks. And while we're in this next couple of weeks of enjoying the holiday season, if you find yourself with some downtime, check out some of these episodes that I've mentioned. Think about that strategy program. Incorporate it into your goals for next year. Think of something that you're going to do that you have not done so far. Something that, you know, maybe I spoke about in the strategy that you may, maybe it's time to take action. Maybe it's time for you to say, okay, I'm enrolling in that program and I'm going to work through the strategy program because I'm exactly the same place I was last year when she was talking about this. Whatever that looks like for you, or maybe you're doing really well, but Maybe you feel challenged and now you want to step it up a little bit. You want to do something a little different. Maybe you're ready to spread your wings a little further. Whatever that looks like. This is a great time to review it, think about it, make your plan, refine your plan. And then let's come back here in the new year and just knock it out. Let's get things rolling. Let's let's attack some of these issues in public health that serve our communities that we care about and make a difference. All right. Until next time, you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you for listening to the Public Health Epidemiology Careers Podcast at drchuntley.com.